Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marichu. Hello, Sherry. How are you adjusting to the daylight savings time? Hi, Christiana. Not too bad. I mean, at first I was waking up super early and it was really dark while I was walking Griffey. I think he was a little bit confused. (laughs) Tis the season for beautiful, vibrant colors and falling leaves. Did you know, Sherry, that the change in temperature can cause our blood sugar and blood pressure to increase? As well, it could cause our immune system to weaken. Oh, there are so many changes and adjustments that come with the season change that we all love. And then now that you say these things, things that we love to hate also. I mean, the short days and the long nights are difficult. But, you know, I I wear this watch that tells me when the sun sets and what time it rises to. And I just keep seeing the days get shorter and shorter. Precisely, Sherry. With all the changes that come with the season, some great and fun and others not so much. (laughs) However, the priority for most people is not how fall impacts their health. That is why I felt that it would be great to talk about the mental health impact of fall some of the things to look out for and ways to mitigate these challenges. I think that's great. So let's invite our friends to lace up those shoes and join us for a discussion about how season and temperature affect our mental health. The most significant impact for us on our health is on our mood. A lot of people suffer from seasonal affective disorder, SAD, or what is commonly known as winter blues, but now officially known as major depressive disorder. The symptoms start in the darker and daring days of the fall and winter and start to disappear as the bright and hazy days of summer rolls in. Okay, so yeah, I know you're totally right, Christiana. Winter blues, the shorter days and long nights definitely impacts most of us. Just the the other night, I was driving home and I felt like it was 10.30 already, but it was only 7.30. I mean, it's not the most fun time of year right now, that's for sure. Yes, and a lot of people around this time of the year start feeling sad, empty, anxious, irritable, and sluggish. They feel tired most of the time. In some cases, the symptoms can be more serious than meets the eye. Let's take a look at what seasonal affective disorder or SAD looks like to enlighten ourselves, our listeners, and families, and um, to see how some of these experiences can be caught and mitigated before the problem becomes serious. There's a saying that goes, a stitching time saves nine. (laughs) That's for sure, Christiana. After all, that's what we're doing to stay young, isn't it? Like that's what Forever Young is all about. 
Exactly, for sure. <laughs> Okay, Sherry, let's shed some light on some of the symptoms. As I mentioned earlier, some people may feel extremely tired, although they have been sleeping a lot more. And also, they tend to eat a lot more. (laughs) I say we tend, you know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so frightening. It's so true. I mean... I understand how this weather makes you want to curl up in front of a screen while you binge your favorite new TV show and eat whatever makes you happy. But eating and sleeping a lot without adequate exercise increases tendency to gain weight. And we all know that this can make us feel even worse than we already might be feeling. Indeed. (laughs) Some people may feel withdrawn like you know from activities that they love I was actually speaking with a friend recently and she was saying that once she gets home it's very difficult for her to go back outside she just takes a shower and curls up for the night but (laughs) outside she has no problem having fun yeah I mean I totally hear you Christiana it makes sense it's like the law of inertia right things in motion stay in motion that's why I do not let myself sit down until I know that I have moved enough for the day and gotten the exercise I need because I'm the same person if at the end of my workday I sit down on the couch (laughs) and I start to watch something it is like the hardest thing to get up So I need to concentrate on making sure I finish my tasks for the day. And for me, that definitely includes movement. People with SAD may have difficulty concentrating. They may be triggered by the slightest challenge and they express more intense emotions. They may find it difficult completing tasks just because they don't have enough energy. And I I feel like You see that a lot at this time of year around, you you know, try like your friend, right? Try asking a friend right now. It's only 6 p.m. Try asking them to go out in an hour. If they're at home, they're saying no. (laughs) Exactly. It's cold out there. It's dark, you know. why? uh, Children will say, it's nighttime. It's nighttime, all right. (laughs) But in most serious cases, there may be feelings of hopelessness and worthlessness anger and guilt. I guess, you know, the overwhelming feeling of fatigue and not being able to do what you want to do, you're not productive. It may in Mm -hmm. turn trigger these behaviors or feelings, you know, where you're feeling like, oh, you're so hopeless. So I haven't done anything. I'm useless. This kind of feelings. Oh, yeah. I mean, like people can become very depressed and completely overpowered by these feelings of hopelessness that they might be even experiencing suicidal thoughts. Yes. So seasonal affective disorder can be quite serious and not to be taken lightly because, you know, when you talk about someone actually experiencing suicidal ideations, those are really serious. That's when you're getting into Hmm. really deep depression. And some of the risk factors for SAD is more common amongst women than men. And Mm. also more common 
in younger people, you know, you know, young people love to sleep. <laughs> they don't need <laughs> the weather to change to sleep in, right? So, and sometimes people have a family history. Also, people uh, who already suffer from a mood disorder, like bipolar disorder, also at risk for developing serious impact from this winter blues. So sad. I mean, I think the other thing that's hard is that there's no real known cure or cause for SAD, but there have been chemicals that have been linked to SAD. So one of them is melatonin, right? And like sleep is regulated by melatonin, which is naturally produced in the dark. So the longer nights may be responsible for overproduction of this hormone, which makes explain excessive sleeping. Yes, that and vitamin D deficiency, which has been linked to feelings of fatigue and tiredness. People with SAD may be producing lower levels of vitamin D, which may in turn impact serotonin, a most stabilizing chemical. I have a cousin who will just fly out, you know, back home during this time of year to, to up her vitamin D level. She does take, you know, prescription vitamin mm-hmm. D, but it's not enough. So she definitely... Oh, wow. Yeah, she definitely needs a lot of sunshine. So she goes on for a boost of vitamin D. Yeah, because you know, she just can't do anything, right? So yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. Actually, one of my friends, my chiropractor, actually, he was like, You should definitely even double your intake of vitamin D as soon as you're not able to get enough from the sunlight. Because we don't even realize, I mean, other than like with sad, like vitamin D is super important to our overall health. It's used in so many different functions of our body. And we don't even realize that. Yeah. Most so, people are um, deficient in vitamin D and they don't know it. Yeah. Which is so crazy. I mean, it's like, it's so easy to get and we should all be, you know, supplementing now vitamin D because those of us who live in North America, it is dark and cold now. We're definitely not getting enough vitamin D. Even Health Canada, you know, recommends vitamin D if you go to the website. That is one thing that we're supposed to take. And 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 when you have babies, usually they actually ask you to give vitamin D, you know, when to the babies. Yeah. Yes, so it's That's it's right. Vitamin D is not just a vitamin; it's actually a hormone that is oh, okay. Yeah, it's used in so many cellular functions in the body, like you said already. So it's it's very important to have that. Right. So I mean, so one of the ways to treat sad is is to increase your vitamin D intake. I mean, there are different light therapies out there, but there's also supplements that you can take. But it's always best to do your research and see what type of supplement or therapy would work best for you. And as Christiana and I like to remind you, we are not healthcare professionals. (laughs) So make sure you seek care from your healthcare professional if you think that you could benefit from some extra vitamin D right now. Yes, definitely consult your doctor and see what you need. And it's always good to have a blood test to see the levels of your, you know, you don't want to over supplement yourself 
So that's right. Uh, yeah. There's another form of light that is called dawn simulators. And these are sort of like, they are light therapy that are like alarm clocks, but rather than waking up to the alarm, you're waking up to light, you know, that starts to intensify and um, simulate sunshine. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be wonderful? I don't have one of those, but, you know, if I wake up and I think I'm in Africa or some in Bahamas somewhere or whatever. Yeah. No, but you know, what would be so amazing, Christiana, if the dawn simulator alarm clock also produced the heat that came with the sun. That is easy. You just plug in a portable heater. (laughs) I'm getting light and voila. No, but it needs to intensify as it gets brighter. It gets warmer, right? Right. And this is because I always use an extra heater in the the winter. (laughs) that's like that's like when I turn on my my fireplace and do yoga right beside it so I pretend like I'm doing hot yoga (laughs) and you know having one of the dawn simulators with your fireplace and you know hey you got it yeah exactly Well, Christiana, as with most things in life, preparation is key. So it is important that we prepare our minds for this fall winter season by putting fun activities together that will increase physical, social, mental, and psychological stimulation. Absolutely. Social connections cannot be overemphasized. Try to plan your social engagements inside and outside your home right so yes you can do game nights on the weekends over zoom but you know try to have a form of social gathering or outing with your friends or family over the weekend so that you know that you're actually going out and and you know it's always good to put in place an accountability partner you know somebody to keep an eye on you and keep tract of your exercises and healthy eating <laughs> habits, you know, so that uh, when when the summer comes in, you don't have to start going to the gym to lose weight. That <laughs> 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 is so true. Depressed, right? Because you yeah. just want that comfort food or something. You know, oh it's actually God. ironic that these things don't actually affect my appetite. I don't, yeah, I don't overeat. There's no season well, that's I think that I definitely eat more when I go out. So it's much better for me if I don't go out. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to eat when you're hibernating during the the, the fall winter season. Well, because you're like, when you're out with friends, it's so easy to be like, yeah, of course we can share five desserts, you know, like it's all right, you know, because we're sharing it, but it all adds up. So going on vacations in pursuit of the sunshine or staying home and planning staycations, be creative, make it fun. 
Studies have shown that preparation and anticipation also lead to positive feelings associated with vacations. So, of course, and especially however we can make that happen. Right, <laughs> you know, vacations are wonderful. You just have to trick yourself. I one of my daughter's managers actually during the COVID, they had this vacation and they went different places. They had, you know, they actually would dress up to simulate the 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 <laughs> culture. You know, and they would send videos or something like that. They really had fun because when you have good imagination, even if you cannot get away. Like you can pretend yeah. to have a day in Bahamas and another day in Jamaica, you know, get the place set up, get the food, the music, you know, just trick your brain because the brain can be easily tricked. And if you can do, For those, sure. yeah, if you can do those creative things to get you, you know, out of the, 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 the dreary, long, dark days, I think you do better. So, but just going back to seasonal affective disorder or winter blues and how serious it could be, it is very, very important that we pay attention because it has varying degrees. It could be something simple like, oh, I'm just feeling blue, you know, but like we've mentioned, some people can actually go into deep depression and it's now officially known as a major depressive episode. So mm-hmm. please keep an eye out for your own self, your family, friends, and loved ones. If somebody is not doing well, somebody is withdrawing, they don't go out, you know, they make excuses or they're not happy, please reach out, you know, give support, encourage them to seek professional help because it could be very serious. So on that note... I wish you all a very healthy, happy fall winter season. And <laughs> um, I'm Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young. Until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger. The Forever Young podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu. And it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.